Welcome to the Script Bits Podcast for Sunday, 23rd October, 2022. Our bit today comes from Lamentations chapter 3, verses 22 to 23, that says, It is of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed, because His compassions fail not. They are new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. Hey, it is again, my people, Sunday, the day of the Lord, the Sabbath day, that we should keep holy and gather in sweet fellowship to praise and give thanks to Almighty God, our Creator and Provider, for all that He's done, is doing, and has promised to do for us. And all God's children gave a mighty and grateful shout of, Praise the Lord! Now, Today's song is a very popular one amongst the brethren and is aptly titled, Great is Thy Faithfulness. And would you believe we never sung it in our Sunday worship? I was most amazed when I decided to sing it today and went looking for it amongst the archives, but it was nowhere to be found, so I had to research it from scratch. The song was written by Thomas O. Chisholm, Born in Franklin, Kentucky, 1866 to 1960. He wrote the poem in 1923 about God's faithfulness over his lifetime and sent it to William Runyon in Kansas, who set it to music. It was published the same year by the Hope Publishing Company, with which Runyon was affiliated and soon became popular among church groups. So let's put our hearts and voices together and sing a rousing, mid-tempo, soulful, but also scintillating version of this amazing song so that heaven will have no doubt that we are indeed grateful for God's awesome faithfulness. Singing, Great is thy faithfulness, O God my Father, There is no shadow of turning within thee. Thou changest not. Thy compassions, they fail not. As thou hast been, thou forever will be. And we come to the refrain that says, Great is thy faithfulness. Great is thy faithfulness. Morning by morning, new mercies I see. All All I have needed, thy hand hath provided. Great is thy faithfulness, Lord, unto me. Then the next verse goes, Summer and winter and springtime and harvest, sun, moon, and stars in their courses above. Join with all nature in manifold witness to thy great faithfulness, mercy, and love. And then we come back to the refrain. And after that, this last verse, pardon for sin, and a peace that endureth, thine own dear presence to cheer and to guide, strength for today and bright hope for tomorrow, blessings all mine with 10,000 beside, and we end up with the chorus, great is thy faithfulness, yes, Lord, great is thy faithfulness, morning by morning, new mercies I see, all I have needed, thy hand hath provided, Great is thy faithfulness, Lord, unto me. Oh, 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 my people, that was wonderful. 
Now, there's no doubt in heaven about our sincerity. So, let's look at some background info on the song. It seems that Chisholm's life was ordinary. He grew up on a farm back in Kentucky, was converted to Christianity at age 26, then became a minister in 1903. And according to one article, his aim in writing was to incorporate as much scripture as possible and to avoid flippant or sentimental themes. And he certainly done that in this one. Then in 1994, Greg Shear wrote these words about the song and its author, where he says, unlike many hymns that have heart-wrenching stories behind them, for instance, it is well with my soul, great is thy faithfulness is inspired by the simple realization that God is at work in our lives on a daily basis. He, that's Chisholm, wrote, My income has not been large at any time due to impaired health in the earlier years, which has followed me on until now. Although I must not fail to record here the unfailing faithfulness of a covenant-keeping God, and that he has given me many wonderful displays of his providing care, for which I am filled with astonishing gratefulness. Then Shear continues, the hymn reminds us that God doesn't only work in dramatic or miraculous ways, but also in simple everyday ways. It also reminds us that Jesus has never failed us in the past, so we have no reason to doubt his faithfulness in the future. And isn't all of that the God awesome truth, my fellow saints? It certainly is. For we serve a marvelous God filled with compassion and faithfulness. And apparently it's these heart-opening words of truth found in Jeremiah's Lamentations that the song is based on. It is of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed because his compassions fail not. They are new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. And believe me, friends, that's the gospel truth. For if our God wasn't merciful and compassionate, we'd have been destroyed long ago. And I like how this second commentator compares Chisholm's experiences to that of Jeremiah. He says, Jeremiah, on the other hand, was in tumultuous circumstances when writing lamentations. The people to whom he prophesied did not listen, and he was ostracized and completely alone because of what God, God called him to do. He also lamented the consequences of their faith, faithlessness. God allowed them to be conquered by the Babylonians resulting in the entire world being laid to waste. But in the midst of that utter devastation, Jeremiah still offers them hope on the horizon. They are not completely destroyed because of the Lord's compassion and faithfulness. And in the morning, after this dark night of the soul, things will be better. So whether we are at a place 
in our lives where everything is pretty ordinary or whether we are in a period of grief, no matter what our circumstances, God never changes and is faithful to us, sustaining us in his compassion and faithfulness each and every day. And that's more gospel truth, friends, for which we should be eternally grateful. Now, let's look at a few scriptures that corroborate and solidify what we've been saying. Huh? And I like this first one from the prophet Malachi when talking to his people about the payment of tithes. He says, For I'm the Lord, I change not. Therefore, ye sons of Jacob are not consumed. Even from the days of your fathers, ye are gone away from mine ordinances and have not kept them. Return unto me, and I will return unto you, saith the Lord of hosts. But ye said, Wherein or in what way shall we, shall we return? And that comes from Malachi 3, 6-7. And you know what, my people? It's the very same thing the Lord is saying unto us today. We have turned away in great droves from him, being sinful and disobedient. But he's still pleading with us to return to his fold, where we will find goodness and mercy, rest and peace. And do we ever need those things in these turbulent times? But we stubbornly refuse to accept his call, despite the serious problems in which our world is currently floundering and going down for the count. Then there's this verse from the pen of the psalmist Asaph. He writes, But he, that's God, being full of compassion, forgave their iniquity and destroyed them not. Yea, many a time turned his anger away and did not stir up all his wrath. And that comes from Psalm 78, verse 38. Oh, my people, we cannot dispute those sentiments of Asaph because they are totally true. How many times have we turned away from the God of our fathers eh? and he has not completely destroyed us? We shouldn't even be alive to tell the tale right now. But for his mercy and compassion, for his frail and foolish creation, and yet we claim that he does not love us. That's hogwash. And we'll end with these words from Psalm 36, where Brother David declares, yes, I spell declares right there, my people. He says, Thy mercy or loving kindness, O Lord, is in the heavens, and thy faithfulness reacheth unto the clouds. Thy righteousness is like the great mountains, that's mountains of God. Thy judgments are a great deep or ocean. O Lord, thou preservest man and beast. How excellent or precious is thy loving kindness, O God. Therefore, the children of men put their trust under the shadow of thy wings. And that comes from Psalm 36, verses 5 to 7. And my brethren, if we want to alleviate the sure destruction, that seems in store for our world if we continue on our current path, I can assure us that there's no better place for
for mankind to put their trust right now than in the Lord God Jehovah. So please, my people, I'm pleading with us to take time and sincerely and seriously ponder that wisdom today, for it will do us a world of good. Much love. And the postscript for today says, a word to the wise is usually sufficient. And let's hope that's true to many of us today. Because if we don't wake up soon, the whole world will crash in on us. So let's get out there, live for Jesus, and try to turn it around as best we can. And we pray that in his mighty name. Amen. Please have a blessed Sunday, my people. Much love.